Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. With podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch for a limited time. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. Broadcasting to fans of anime and the Japanese culture all around the world, welcome to the one and only Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Greetings, everybody. It's me, JR, and it's him, Nef Canuck. How you doing, sir? Say, I'm a little upset. Just a bit. What happened? Um, I was supposed to be listening to a recording that I did last week um, for work. Uh-huh. Uh, at a local radio station. Right. But unfortunately, the radio station is apparently WAKRP in Cincinnati. Uh-oh. A dated reference, I'm sure, for most of you. I'll explain. <laughs> a very small radio station where things went wrong constantly. Mm-hmm. Not only did the show not play as scheduled at 7 o'clock. Right. Afterwards, the show that played at 8 o'clock is meant to be playing on Thursday at nine o'clock. <laughs> so I'm looking at their what schedule, plot? looking at what's playing and going, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was a good theme song, but then the rest of the show was like, you know, all over the place. I remember uh, the scene from the uh, Thanksgiving day parade, or I think it was a Thanksgiving day parade, right? Well, what's worse than that, or what was better than that, was a two-parter episode featuring a mad bomber. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that episode. Um, basically, the ending of the one episode hmm. had them, you know, Doctor Fever doing a tap on a toolbox. Mm-hmm. He, they were out at the sta- they were out at the station transmitter transmitting the show, and he's tapping on the toolbox. Cut away. Mm-hmm. Then the next episode you see them you know afterwards and it's like yeah that was the bomb so yeah 
Flex is explaining what was the radio station, so I kind of answered in the TV show, WKRP. Which they, mm. they did a really good job to make it look like a nice 1970s station. Well, yeah, it was a 70s. Well, it was a, I'm trying to remember when it ran, actually. I think it was late 70s, early 90s. Late 70s, you know, early 80s, you mean? It was a long day today, okay? <laughs> Forgive me for my, you know, inability to remember dates and things. And well, the only thing I can remember is the fact that the Buffalo Bills are 10 and 3. <laughs> That's why you got your background, right? Exactly. Which is the late, this is the first time in a quarter century that they are 10 and 3. Wow. In this stage of season. So. Yeah, meanwhile, as I was telling you before we started, uh, the New York Jets, I think uh, they're sinking somewhere in the Hudson River right now. Uh, I hate to say it, but as it comes to the uh, Hudson, as it comes to the New York Jets, um, can we say kind of trash? <laughs> kind of. I, I want it to be polite. You know, I don't want to, you know, cast aspersions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could talk about the New York Giants. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. We have a lot of stuff going on in the world. And here in New York City, a lot of stuff happening outside. Literally, the snow has falleth. Funny, you're getting snow and apparently you're going to get hammered. We were supposed to be getting snow all day. We got absolutely bumpkus. Bumpkus. Oh, no. Now, funny thing is. We're getting the same weather morning we got last night that says you're going to get lots of snow overnight. Mm. Prepare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I have no I have no clue and I have no words. Right. Last uh last estimation was about uh 8 to 12, it could be more or less around a foot. So first snowfall and it's the big one. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And, Everything's uh, bigger in New York City. Yeah, and uh, you know if the cold weather sticks around, uh, we could be uh, literally in store for a white Christmas, which I'm sure you get all the time up there, right? No, we've we've had uh, brown Christmases, you know, every so often, where it's just like, okay, there's the ground; it's very gross, uh-huh. ick. Oh boy. Well, uh, let's see. Um, we have a lot going on here, I guess, tonight. Uh, I want to share a few things um, that I have right here. First is the Christmas present that uh, Shinigami Liz, a.k.a. Moonbase Crochet, uh, gave to me, uh, which I recently received, and I want to show it off right here. Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me. Feed me. <laughs> is that cool or what that's very cool yeah and it even comes with a little tag here uh handmade by liz especially for jr this took forever and on the right on the back side it says um uh, uh you know care instructions basically stick and stem may need adjusting so i was gonna say at least it doesn't say what kind of flesh it desires <laughs> Now, first, when I t- took this out, I thought it might be something Sarah-related until I saw the uh, the Jaws of Life here. <laughs> I was going to say, either Sarah-related Sarah or possibly, you know, Mario Brothers-related. <laughs> um, we also have this, finally, after uh, 
after like two or three weeks being stuck in Pennsylvania, we have the Boxu Box. Well, at least something good came out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so we'll be... Uh... <laughs> wow. We knew where that went, didn't we? Well, what can I say? You give me an opening, and I'm just going to go right through it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, and um, I told Neff before we went on the air that I was playing a, a video game lately. There's another video game I didn't tell Neff about, which is sitting in the PS4 right now. The latest in the Japanese train driving simulators, Densha de Go. Aha. Uh-huh. I was wondering when the latest version of that was going to pop into your system. Oh, yeah. Um, I found uh, what seemed to be a good deal on eBay. Uh, I placed the order, and uh, four days later by DHL. Can you believe that in the midst of this holiday shipping shenanigans? And it's DHL who have perfected holiday shipping shenanigans. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, maybe not when it comes to me, but I know when it comes to you, uh, you you've you've told us about all these issues uh, over the course of many many moons. As, as I said, you know, DHL is one of those companies where it's like, yeah, no. If you were the last career company on earth, I'd rather go pick it up myself. <laughs> well. Um, but uh, Densha de Go, the latest in the line of simulators, which date back, uh, oh man, must have been over 20 years now, um, because it was in the late 90s, I think, when they came out with the first iteration of Densha de Go, um, and uh, now this is the PS4 version, where you can drive the entire Yamanote line, which is the green train line that runs around Tokyo. You can make a loop around central Tokyo in about an hour. And uh, there are certain scenarios that you can play driving the trains, and then you can unlock more routes, more trains. And uh, it's nice to have something that I can play on my PlayStation 4 that's not region locked. Well, I was going to say, you know, that that wonderful region locking baloney. (laughs) But but no, I'm having fun with that. Uh, Something else I'm having fun with is uh, something that I've been meaning to look into for quite a long time. And since I picked it up a few days ago, I have i don't want to say I couldn't put it down because I've been alternating between that and then should I go. And that's Yakuza 0, the first of the very famous Sega Yakuza franchise. And, and somehow I, I can't see you playing yakuza for some weird reason i don't know what <laughs> what that is maybe it'll come to me well you know what i i was really drawn by the storyline i think um it has one of the um most in-depth storylines uh of you know a lot of um uh, you know the these types of games and of course the fact that it's set in japan made me morbidly curious so i bought it on a sale um, and it only cost me like 10 bucks. So I think I scored a nice deal there. Um, well, for 10 bucks, you know, give it a shot, right? Yeah. And it is a funny game. Janai says, um, because, uh, in addition to the main plot, it seems like you have an endless amount of subplots and side stories that you have to work through. And not to mention mm-hmm. in Yakuza zero, you also have two different storylines, that are eventually going to cross into each other at the very end of the game. 
Mm. So interesting. So um, you have the main character um, Kiryu Kazuma, I believe his name is, uh, and. That timeline is set in uh, Tokyo in a fake part of uh, uh, Shinjuku. The, it's model off of the real-life Kabukicho, um, but I can't remember what the, um, um, the name is in the Yakuza 0 game. Maybe somebody in the chat can refresh my memory. But um, then uh, the second storyline happens to Goro Majima, in Osaka, uh, and it's in an area modeled um, after the very famous nightlife and entertainment district Dotembori. Um, I believe it's called Sotembori or Sotobori uh, in the game, but um, you look around, it's almost modeled after real life. Uh, well, maybe not present day because Yakuza 0 is set in uh, the late 80s. Um, uh, you know, as the bubble in Japan was on its way to bursting, if uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right. So, um, you know, people throwing money everywhere and whatnot. And uh, so Goto has his own timeline. Kiryu has his own timeline. Um, and I go in and I go around and I think to myself, I look at these shop names and they're all so familiar. Uh, so I'm wondering how much sponsorship they got into this game. (laughs) That seems to be the new trend in games these days. If they can sneak in sponsorships, you know, either subtle or in your face. Right, right. Um, but, uh, so I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, to look into this a little more, but I don't want to kind of spoil myself for, you know, the main storyline that comes ahead. I'll mark it down as something that you'll do, you know, as it comes, you know, like maybe after you've finished everything, you can go back and go, let me look at that again. Cause I'm curious. True. True. Um, so one of the things I'm thinking about, uh, tonight uh, after the podcast, um, we are going to do Extreme Anime Radio After Dark tonight. Is it going to be our first After Dark? Are you excited, Neff? I'm probably less excited than the guy in the closet, but he's not coming out. So, <laughs> yeah, he, stay, he stays put for a while. So, um, Extreme Anime Radio After Dark, um, where we do advise uh, viewer discretion. Um, we did turn on the... Um, content warning on our twitch stream so if you logged in today you may have seen that um one of my options tonight is to take everybody through how yakuza zero looks like in the game for those who may not be familiar with um the scenery of the game it is very detailed and i'm looking at the scenery don't worry about the storyline as much but i'm looking into the scenery and it's like, I want to be there. I miss Japan. No, no, seriously. You may be laughing at me, but... <laughs> well, I'm just going, 80s Japan as a Yakuza, I don't think is what you want to be. <laughs> you know? Well, let's just start right there with that with that little problem, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, besides the um, 
besides the places that you can visit, there are also the main storyline and also a side storyline, which I started today, in which uh, you actually run a cabaret club. Oh, a gentleman's club, is it? Oh, dear. <laughs> How far are we skewing down this road here, huh? Hmm. I'm not sure, but I'm going, somebody's going to yank on that steering wheel one way or the other pretty soon. <laughs> but um, it actually develops into quite an interesting mini game. Um, and it's quite catchy, too. So you can, uh, you know, make sure everything goes smoothly in in the club over a short period of time. And then you see the profits come in because in reality, in the game, it is also a way for your main character to rake in the dough so that you can spend it on food and upgrades later on. Oh, so it's it's that whole, you know, do the illegal act, do other illegal acts later on thing that, you know, right. like Grand Theft Auto V does. <laughs> Which I heard there was a, the last big update for the PC recently came out, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. Uh, on Steam, I have Grand Theft Auto V. It downloaded a, a giant download. I haven't actually started it on this new machine because mm-hmm. that's one of the games that definitely my old machine kind of, you know, like chug, chug, chugged its way through. Right. But I guarantee you with this game and the new controller that will be coming in about a week, I'll be able to fly through this game and, you know, increase my body count. So tell us a little bit about that control that you're expecting. It, it kind of seems like uh, you're piloting a plane, but not. Yes. Um, Microsoft offers what they call adaptive controllers for those gamers who are not, you know, able to fully participate in right. the gaming right. experience. Now, in this case, what I did is I bought the base controller itself and an accessory. The mm. accessory is called the 3D rudder controller. Basically what it is, it's a disc that you put your feet on and you use your feet to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. So you'd be able to simulate button presses or, you know, for example, accelerate and brake, which is where I'm probably going to use it most and have your hand for hand or hands free to do other things. Wow. So it's all controlled in the feet. Yeah. Uh, it allows for eight different directions wow split between the split between the two feet obviously so this should be very entertaining to set up for one and then you know figure out okay if it works this way in this game i gotta make it sure it works this way in this game right this that that's the only thing with these controllers you have to try and tweak them a little bit just to get the right oh Hmm. speaking of tweaking controllers do i have it yeah um when I started playing Yakuza 0, I'm like, let me put in my cheap Thrustmaster controller that I've been using for a few months. The Thrustmaster controller is... You, you, uh, get, that, um... you get that uh, situation sometimes when you're um, holding... Uh, well, maybe w- w- with whatever you've used in the past, maybe you could... Um, you know what I'm talking about. Where you're using your the left joystick to move around, and all of a sudden it kind of wants to move on its own. Oh, the joystick, the joystick drift. Ugh. Which I, I mean, tried to calibrate and couldn't correct. Which means that one or more of the little springs in there are. What's it's that? actually a 
um nintendo switches are actually infamously afflicted by that uh it's called joy con drift where it basically i think it drifts drifts off to the left mm-hmm. yeah. and the only fix is to either take it apart or temporarily i think you can use some sort of lubricant to try and uh, correct it but it's a temporary fix at best right so uh so I came up with a solution, which I read, and apparently I didn't know much about this because, you know, I'm still, um, you know, uh, an action and adventure game noob. But uh, I want to show you that, at least to me right now, this is the best controller <laughs> known to man right now. <laughs> okay, that's either red or orange. I, I can't it's really red. tell. It's red. Okay. I was going to say, if it's orange, like, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm like, what? But, yes, uh, you can plug in your PlayStation 4 controller and use it in Steam games as long as there's a um, an adapted file um, to uh, that the game can use to translate the button presses in here. So there is a, there is a file for the Yakuza games, and uh, so then that's perfect. Now, question: Does it does the file allow you to use the screen on that on that controller for anything, or is it just you know the screen? Well, that, isn't that a screen? Or am I thinking of the PS5 controller? The top that top little display this thing is that a touchpad is, or something? Th- yeah, this is a touchpad. It's not a display though. So okay, can you use it? Yes, you can. Do, it, ooh. I believe uh, in Yakuza Zero, it's used to uh, uh, look at the map of uh, where you are. Makes sense. So, um, yes. Uh, any luck in that PS Five? Like uh, some of my other friends. <laughs> PS Five, aka it doesn't exist. It's a mirage. It's a myth. Kind of like Cyberpunk 2077 on certain consoles, from what I've been hearing. Well, at least in the PC world, the big problem is it ain't quite optimized for it. (laughs) You have to throw all sorts of, you know, high-end hardware at it, and even then it'll chug if you're doing anything bigger than 1080p. Mm. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of... uh... A lot of people have had uh, issues on the consoles. Um, I know somebody who's played it on the PlayStation, and the game, I think, crashed five times on them in the first day of play. So, Five times? Oh. Yeah, that's the problem when you're rushing games out to beat a deadline, and they're obviously we're trying to beat the holiday deadline. Right, right. During COVID. Exactly. Which, you know, I'm going... Why? Why rush? You could have easily taken another three, four months and said COVID, and people would have grumbled, yes, right. but they would have understood. Right. Um, speaking of which, um, this is the first time we're on the air since uh, the vaccine has started to propagate, which is um, m- uh, much to the relief of many, although um, the worst of it is not over yet. Well, unfortunately... Uh, and there are a few uh, vaccines coming. Uh, the problem is getting it up to production. Hmm. Sort of like NVIDIA graphics cards themselves. <laughs> they announce them, but can you actually get them? Yeah. <laughs> Except through scalpers. Right. In the case of the video cards. You talking about the uh, 3000s 
Uh, yeah, the the Mirage series for yeah. Nice. Of course, uh, AMD is guilty of that as well. Paper launches where it's like, hey, we have the shiny new video card. Good luck trying to get one. All right. Because if the bots don't get it, the scalpers will. Yeah, I was lucky to get my uh, RTX. Uh, right before they announced the uh, 3000 series, I was able to get, even if it was a retail price, I mean, at least I have it on hand for this new rig. And maybe uh, if technology improves, maybe I'll trade it for something better down the line. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, the new machine I have comes with the 2080 RTX. It'll last for a while. Mm. And frankly, the new ones are so power hungry. I'd rather wait till the next series anyway when they finally figure out how to do this without, you know, demanding 750 watts plus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just, I I look at that power draw and I'm like, you're insane. Yeah. You know, I mean, my toaster oven doesn't use that much power when it's cooking my pizza for crying out loud. You have to have one of those uh, convenience store microwaves to get the same amount of juice, I think. Hmm. Yeah, and you and you need a nice big, you know, UPS to actually keep it alive should the power go. <laughs> exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a quick break now because it's a quarter to the top of the hour. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to talk more about Japan and we're going to talk about trying a snack or two before we go into the after dark mode. Sound like a plan to you, sir? Sounds like a plan, sir. All right. We'll be back right after these commercials. Well... Whatever commercials we have. This is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. You may even get a shout-out from one of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida, subject to availability. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Anime Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I am JR, and he is Neff. We are here on this um, week before Christmas. Have you uh, have you finished your Christmas shopping, Neff? No. How do you how do you Christmas shop during a pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, give me an answer. Yeah, because right. everybody I ask says they won't tell me what they want. So I'm just you know. Grr. <laughs> Um, but, uh, once again, for those of you listening to us, uh, if you want to watch our shenanigans on Twitch, please follow us at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio, or is it just anime radio? Yeah, it's extreme anime radio. Why am I, why am I losing my marbles here? <laughs> why are you losing your marbles? It's a day ending in Why? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't all days end in Y? But <laughs> took you a minute there. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Um, so um, some news out of Japan real quick before I dig into this box. Um, something that Neff brought my attention to, which totally slipped my mind, is that uh, this is how you know that 
um, you know, Christmas and New Year's are upon us in Japan. Uh, Japan announces the kanji of the year. And what is the kanji this year, Neff? Great. I sent you the article. You think I can remember it? <laughs> uh, Mitsu. And I'm going, Which... I'm going to see if I can copy and paste it here. Okay, hopefully you can see uh, uh, the kanji in the Twitch chat. That is the uh, Mitsu. I was going to say, you said see it in the chat, and I'm going, I'm not seeing anything in the chat here. In the uh, Twitch chat? Nope. Huh. Oh, there, wait a minute, there it is. Okay. Good grief. I'm losing my marbles, you're Scroll losing your down. marbles. <laughs> we're We're all losing our marbles. Hey, here we go. So, uh, me too uh, means close or dense. That's what the kanji means. And it received the most number of votes in the annual voting. And the way that they announce what the kanji is, is they go to Kyoto. And they go to one of the very famous, if not the most famous, uh, Buddhist temple in uh, Japan. That's Kiyomizu, which I've been to a couple of times. It is absolutely gorgeous. Many, many, many years of history. Um, they're in the process of um, renovating the whole temple area. I believe their main hall was reopened for the first time in several years after reconstruction works. And so there's this big balcony overlooking the nice Kyoto Mountains. You can see the city in the background. And the wonderful head priest of Kiyomizu Dera walks up takes a big ink brush and correctly draws the kanji. And this year it's me too, which is close or dense. So what do you think that refers to, Neff? Well, honestly, I'm surprised they would have used close or dense because 2020 has been get away from me, not get close. Yes. <laughs> um. But I think in um, in Japan, the reference is to um, what they call um, Sanmitsu, or the three um, C's, they're calling it, if you can translate into something that we can understand. So the things you want to avoid, so uh, crowds, close contact settings, and confined spaces, I believe, are the three C's. So that is what the Japanese government has been telling people to avoid Sanmitsu to try to reduce the spread of the virus. I, 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 it's an interesting way to, to, to actually phrase it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but uh, yes, uh, Japan is seeing record numbers of infections now just like the rest of the world. Um, but now they have uh, uh, a, um, a new transit option in place um, for those who are eligible to enter Japan right now, which is essentially um, outside of Japan, anybody except tourists, basically. <laughs> um, when you land, they request 
that you quarantine and that you avoid using public transportation. Something that cannot legally be enforced, but they try to push it to make sure you try to comply. Um, not using public transportation, what does that mean? You have to use private transportation. And if you take private transportation from an airport, that's what, 30 or 40 miles, 40 or 50 kilometers away from Tokyo? You're going to rack up a lot of moolah in debt just from that ride. So now there are designated highway buses for foreigners to go to specific hotels in Tokyo um, that are, you know, aimed towards um, providing an option for people who don't want to pony up for a cab. Okay, because in my mind, I'm going, a cab is in theory worse because it's a closer, you know, proximity, et cetera, Mm. unless... The luggage goes in the passenger compartment, and you go in a trunk. <laughs> now, why would you want to do something like that? Well, it's the only way to be sh- sure, quote unquote. You know <laughs> that uh, you won't spread the virus among each other. Right, right. But uh, yeah, so it's it's a service that they've started now. Obviously, there's a lot more space in the bus. They're only li- they're limiting the amount of passengers in there. And uh, you make a reservation in advance, and it takes you to a designated hotel in Tokyo where you can either quarantine or you have a base while you do your short-term stays before you get the heck out of Dodge again. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a barrel of fun. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, that's the news that comes out of Japan. Something else that came out of Japan is this box. And um, I'm going to try a couple of snacks for you right now. Um, I also want to look, uh, Neff, into maybe this month uh, finally getting you a three-month subscription uh, because I think uh, we are long overdue for this. Okay. Oh, no, wait a minute. You know what? I don't think I can. I think Japan Post stopped the airmail to Canada. Oof. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Got my hopes up, and there they went. (laughs) It's like South Park, and it's gone. And there it goes. (laughs) And there it goes. All right. Like watching the (laughs) Roadrunner. Okay. um, So I tell you what. Um, Oh, hey, Zenny. Zenny's in the chat. Hello. Um, I'm going to hold up two things. And people in the Twitch chat and you, Neff, can vote on uh, what you think I should have, okay? So I'm just going to take two random items. So these are the two random items. One is the red bag. And one is the white puffs. So which should I try? Please vote now. Red bag or white puffs? And whatever you decide, that's what I'm going to have. It's kind of like a, a blind poll over here. And now we're waiting for those results. Uh, well, we have oh, we have a tie so far. Okay, red bag. No, nope. red bag's got two, two to one so far. <laughs> red, red bag up. <laughs> I think we have a winner. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the problem is the white things or the white bag. 
it looks like, you know, you're going to be swallowing basically giant headache pills. <laughs> so we're more interested in seeing what's in the red bag, i got to be honest with you. Because <laughs> it's of, hidden. Speaking of pills, it's time to me to take my actual pills. I'll do that in a moment. Okay. What is in the red bag? Let's see. We have the brochure that comes with the the boxu box, and this time it's winter in Hokkaido. So a nice wintry theme, appropriately. Um, uh, as I uh, mentioned, Hokkaido, some bad news, um, but I guess it's to be ex- expected, uh, the cancellation of the Sapporo Snow Festival because of COVID, um, with our hopes to rebound in 2022. Um, they had initially uh, thought about scaling it down, but now they've just called it off. And the Christmas lights that are being uh, lit all around Sapporo, they're going to keep them on uh, until the when the snow festival would have ended, just as kind of like a makeup of sorts. Well, and speaking speaking of things that have been canceled, or in this case, not canceled, mm-hmm. hopefully, right uh, around this time of year. Shortly after Christmas, the World Juniors for the, for the for the men starts. Oh no! And they're actually going to try and pull it off. Now, Sweden's already lost their coach because he came down with COVID and he couldn't uh, clear the quarantine in time. Mm. And the Canadian kids have already been quarantined once for a COVID outbreak, and now they're going to have to quarantine again as they've moved into the home in Edmonton. So these poor kids have seen the sun about as much as I do, (laughs) which is to say, you know, almost zero. Right. Right. Mine by choice. They're not so much. Uh So I'll be curious to see how this tournament actually turns out. Mm. Cause it's my yearly tradition to take time off work and just sit there and watch the kids play and note down the ones I think might make the NHL someday. And the ones that are like, Okay, you're one and done. Great. Find a real find a real job, thanks. The way things are going right now, you and I might be singing at home. We could do our own play-by-play. I think so. Just don't make me Pierre Maguire, please. <laughs> I no, 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 no. I'll do any other second banana gig except him. Mm. Even I have standards. <laughs> Can we have play-by-play? Well, we just spoke about that. Um, Okay, so what is in the red bag? It is Calby. And it seems to me lately that Boksu tried to get at least one Calby snack in. Calby, a very popular snack brand. And uh, they are based out of... Well, the... um... Let's see, uh, Tokyo Chiyoda. It looks like it's a product of Tochiji Prefecture, which I'm going to double check right now. Mm. When you said Calby, the first thing I came to mind was, is that a Pokemon or something? Right. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it's labeled. Here's the map where everything is. Um, it is labeled in Tokyo. There's my finger. Tokyo. Yep. Um, so that's, I guess, um, my, possibly the distribution point. So this is, I lost the page. Um, here we are. Calbit's Frugra Fruit Granola. It's granola. These granola bites 
Uh, blend cereal, strawberry, raisin, and pumpkin seed for a harmony of texture and flavor. Also boasts dietary fiber, iron, and eight kinds of vitamins. Ooh, a dietary supplement. I was going to say, boosts dietary fiber. Yum. <laughs> so we're going to open it up and see if there's a smell. A little bit difficult. Ooh. A strawberry granola smell right away. Not too strong, but you can definitely see it. Let's uh, go in here. Oh, boy. Have you seen granola chunks this big? No, and I'd hate to see the squirrels going after granola chunks that big. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Yipes. You should get one of those uh, droll Yankees... Um, bird feeders that have uh, the anti-squirrel devices. Yeah, there's that one guy on YouTube who built an entire course to try and, you know, <laughs> defeat squirrels to get to a bird, you know, stop them from getting the bird feeder. They caught on. It took them a few <laughs> days, but they caught on. All right. So let's give this a shot. This is Calpit's Granola. Hmm. Crunchy, not as crunchy um, than what I thought it was going to be, but I think that's a good thing. I'm going to give this, what did I put in the back? Over here. I'm going to give this a yay. I definitely like the fact that you don't have to bite hard into the granola like many other granola products out there. Just nice... Uh, Nice and, uh, you know, the right bite, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Firm, but not frustrating. Exactly. Um, because I've I've had those granola bars where it's like... Right. And it's like, oh, dear, I think I lost not only a tooth, I lost some part of my jaw. Now, I wonder if... Um, always bet on Red J. <laughs> Thanks. I wonder if I leave this bag open, if the granola will harden. Maybe we'll try it in a little while. And then see. Okay, so we're going to try, uh, we'll do one more thing. Um, we're we're going to put the, um, we're going to put the white puffs again to another blind test. So vote. White puffs or blue and yellow bag. That looks like. Now, orange. correct me if I'm wrong, JR, but the blue and yellow bag has the word, English word O on it. Mm-hmm. O-H? Hmm. I am intrigued. Hmm. You know what? We have more votes right now for the white puffs. Let's see if we have any more uh, blue and yellow. Oh, we have a tie. <laughs> so does that make me the tiebreaker? Unless we get another vote. <laughs> and like I said, the random English bag makes me curious. So we're going to go with this one. Yep. Okay. Neff has broken the tie, ladies and germs. Let's see. I Don't will say germs these days, JR. Don't <laughs> say germs. That was a Mickey Dolan's joke from the monkeys. Hello, ladies and germs. You don't remember that? Uh, I'm old. I ain't that old, okay? <laughs> Here we come. No. Walking down the street. <laughs> 
This randomly reminds me of, remember when Nick at Night back in the 80s did um, the old shows? Well, unfortunately, we never got that up here. I do have access to Antenna TV, mm. and sometimes they would have marathons of shows like The Monkees. Right. And I always laugh because the monkey mobile would show up, and you're going, I know who designed that car. <laughs> I don't know if they were on drugs when they designed that car, mm-hmm. but I know who designed that car. Right. Because it was a George Barris creation. Mm. All right. Uh, this blue and yellow bag... Sapporo Okaki. Oh! Yaki Tokibi. It is a savory snack from Hokkaido. Crunchy mochi and corn snack. Infused with the flavor of sweet corn and soy sauce. Don't be surprised to find little corn kernels as well. Oh boy! Okay, I'm just trying to in my head get the, get around mochi and corn. In, in the, this could be interesting. Now I hope I'm going to open this up in the right spot. There we go, because there's no label on, as to where to open the bag. Oh come on, you you, you don't mind a challenge every so often? <laughs> wow. Okay, let's show everybody the consistency here. This is what it looks like. Okay, it looks like a little dinosaur or something. No, it's actually two pieces here. Oh, okay. I was going to. <laughs> Let's give this a shot. Mochi and sweet corn. Oh. It is a popcorn like shape. Yep, flax. Woohoo. I like this a lot. Just a perfect um the sweet corn is there. The um the uh soy sauce is there. And none of it overpowers. And the fact they make hmm. it into a mochi, oh this is a winner right here. <laughs> yep, Zenny, that's what it is. Definitely. So now, after I have this mochi, we're going to have some more mochi and then call it a podcast and go to our uh, streaming. So he eats, I drink. There you go. <laughs> Except I'm drinking an, an, an adult beverage. Mm. So now we're going to try the uh, white pills, uh, puffs. Um, let's see what these are. Funwari Meijin Mochi Puffs Hokkaido Milk? Oh. That sounds a little complicated. Light as air, snow white, slightly sweet and creamy, made using domestic Japanese mochi rice. And it's Hokkaido Milk. Did I tell you, Neff, when I had Hokkaido Milk the last time I was in Japan? No, I don't think you did. All right. Um, I probably have told the story, but I spent uh, a night outside of uh, Nagoya Airport as I'm pittering down, taking local trains to uh, Kyoto. And I stop in Nagoya and uh, I stop at the airport there. And an airport, albeit slightly overpriced, <laughs> tank, 
Um, albeit slightly overpriced, um, it is um, a spot where you can go and get a lot of things done. The airport in Nagoya, very modern, almost looks like a mini mall. And um, it's split into two sections because the airport has two um, separate gates. On the one side of the airport, you have the domestic flights or the flights within Japan. And on the other side, you have the international flights or the flights that fly outside of Japan. So the domestic area has this um, old Japanese village theme. And the international area has this nice Italian-European flavor to it. And right in the middle of this is a big plaza where they hold events. So they held a Hokkaido festival. And I needed a snack before I continued on my trip. I tried ice cream made out of Hokkaido milk. It is the best soft-serve ice cream cone I've ever had. Mm. Very, very, very sweet. And uh, so I'm wondering if this is going to bring back memories if I try this Hokkaido milk mochi. (laughs) All right. Not much of a smell as I open the bag. All right, let's give this a shot. Ooh. Bit of a sticky texture. Actually, a very sticky texture. It's going to be a bad comparison, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, The taste is like a little marshmallow. The taste... Slightly different than the Hokkaido milk ice cream that I had. But the consistency is spot on. Mmm. Yay. Three winners, I think. There you go. So, uh... Should we go ahead and send out that letter to Japan Post so that you can get your boxu snacks now? <laughs> you you have me intrigued. Mm. I'd have to Very look up the so. latest information. Um, mm. But definitely, this is... I'm going to be finishing this first, I think. This is amazing, amazing. So, with that... We're going to bring an end to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, but we are not going to bring an end to the evening because, as I mentioned, we're going to do Extreme Anime Radio after dark, and I'm going to play a little bit of Yakuza Zero while Neff uh, comments on the action. <laughs> uh, we'll play it. F- yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and when you say comments, am I allowed to be snarky? Uh, why not? It's after dark. so um oh yes Uh, so our first foray into after dark is something we've been you know considering for a while since we started doing these twitch shows and now i think we're going to do it so um for those of you who watch after dark do remember that viewer discretion is advised um as we play through the game uh but i'm going to try to point out some interesting things in the game neff including one thing that I think you're going to appreciate when we get to it. It's going to remind you of something, hopefully, when I show it to you. Uh Uh-oh. So, 
Um, so with that being said, um, as far as this podcast goes, um, I think we'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, but we'll let you know because when we do that show, it'll be only two days before Christmas. Um, thanks, Jeremy, for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, but we'll go ahead and try to do that. And we might also, as we said last time we did a show, try to schedule um, a few more game streams for you guys to enjoy. Maybe some more Yakuza Zero. Maybe some Jackbox. Uh, maybe Flight Simulator over Japan. Who knows? Um, if you have any ideas about something that I should play, I'll be glad to hear it. And I'll be glad to give it a shot. Um, if you'd like to do that, um, you can just get in touch with us. And since we're talking about getting in touch with us, I turn it over to Neff. If you have any questions, compliments, complaints, or concerns about this podcast or anything you hear on the Extreme Radio podcast or our Twitch stream, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Or look us up on Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio for links to our Discord channel, our Twitter channel, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember, Twitch is twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. If you're listening to the podcast, please visit our page and subscribe so that you can know when we go on the air next um, we also have simulcasts from some other streamers, including Zenny in the chat, uh, Janai, um, Mako-chan, um, Keshacho Cosplay, and a couple others as well. So if we're not streaming, you visit our page sometimes. If they're on the air, you'll be able to catch their streams. Um, but um, yes, uh, continue to stay safe, everybody. We will see you for the next podcast. And uh, again, if you have any other um, things you'd like to bring up to us, be sure to reach out to us through email or through social media. Thank you for joining us, and remember... Keep on listening for the Extreme Unreal Podcast, and don't forget our Twitch stream, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody!